0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some. Super excited about our guest tonight. Uh, somebody who has become, I'm going to say, a familiar face in the Ghostbusters fan community over the last couple of months. Um, creature designer and makeup artist extraordinaire. I cannot wait to talk. We've been planning this for a while. Uh, Aryan Tooten, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, welcome to uh, YHS.
1: Thank you for having me. This is an honor.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. You did say that. It'll be my, it'll be an honor. I was like, no one's ever said it's an honor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Oh,
0: Most of the time it. people are like, fine. We'll do <laughs> it. Fine, yeah. Fine. We'll do your show. <laughs> um, but um, Arian, you know, now that afterlife is out, which has to be such a relief for you, I guess we can kind of start there before we start working backwards. But now, I mean, it's going to be on home video in a couple weeks. It's on digital. When you're that involved with something for so many years and then all the delays, like, have you ever experienced anything like that? No, you?
1: no, this was, and, and it had to happen with Ghostbusters, right? Right, of course. <laughs> yes. of course. Yeah. So, no, that was, I mean, it was tough, you know, and then we even had to hide a lot of stuff here in my workshop because new productions were coming in and other people, uh, I mean, so just covering stuff up and, you know, it was all very hush hush. So it took a while.
0: Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me with all the delays how everything was able to pretty much stay a secret like we're, we're as in tuned to you know what's going on with Ghostbusters as anybody at least I think we are um, although we're not the kind to seek out spoilers but uh, man everything when I sat down for the movie for the first time everything we saw was a complete surprise that feels like a miracle in itself
1: yeah I was actually happy with that as well but I remember from the very beginning is that Jason said to everybody from what I can remember is that like let's really really keep this a secret and uh, I think all of us helped out in that. Mm
0: -hmm. for sure for sure Um, and then we uh, briefly met at the world premiere in New York Mm -hmm. which was uh, kind of fun and serendipitous it was kind of one of those like oh hey yeah (laughs) a little hectic yeah yeah it was hectic it was hectic um but I guess we should, uh, you know. I want our audience to kind of. Obviously, we're going to cover Ghostbusters, but I want I want folks to to get a sense of who you are and what you're all about. So, um, there's been these wonderful articles that have been uh, released through the the Stan Winston School, uh, which have been educational for us. I know pouring over it and learning about your history, stuttering, um, studying, stuttering, studying, studying under. Uh, uh, Stan Winston and and learning the craft uh, and, yeah. and coming up and getting to work on these properties. I mean, what an incredible journey! Is it is is life panning out the professionally the way you envisioned it? Or, or yeah, I mean, it's all even pretty better? amazing.
1: Really, I mean, uh, I mean, I came here God, twenty years ago and I worked for Stan and, and later Rick Baker and uh, yeah, little did I know I would open my own studio later. You mean know, and and do and do these shows. Um, yeah. And then of course, Ghostbusters. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great. And I'm, uh, I I feel blessed really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Congrats on all the success. And you seem like someone who enjoys the movies and and loves and has that passion so much that even as a kid, you were doing and making making pieces which we saw yes
1: yes i started when i was nine and uh coincidentally uh ghostbusters of course was one of those movies that inspired Mm -hmm. me to do this stuff i'm an 80s baby and uh so it kind of felt like a full circle kind of thing you know
0: right Right. so it seems like ghostbusters and also terminator was a big influence on you yeah yeah (laughs) all of us i mean you know (laughs) yeah I always tell the story about I was, you know, six years old and my dad took me to see Terminator 2 in theaters. He was like, You got to see this. I'm like, Okay. So that was just like getting exposed to that at such a young age.
1: Brave at that age. Did you? But uh, so I saw Ghostbusters 2 in the cinema. Did you see that in the cinema as well? I
0: did. Yeah. It's one of my earliest, earliest, uh, you know, memories of, of, I specifically remember jumping out of my seat with the the lightning coming coming out of vigo's eyes I, uh, I, I, I actually remember that that moment so yeah yeah oh,
1: yeah so. i i have a loving um uh spot for ghostbusters too i always love ghostbusters too for great memories
0: oh all of them I mean, yeah it, it especially for us like you know we're all born in that 84 85 you know timeline so by the time Ghostbusters two was coming out in eighty nine, like we're that prime age. Like we, I've seen Ghostbusters two many more times. Than I've seen the first movie; <laughs> nice. it, was, it was on repeat. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, what um, you know what what are some of the other movies that really influenced you early on?
1: Uh, Neverending Story, uh, oh, The yeah. Goonies, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Labyrinth. I mean, everything from that time. Aliens. I mean, the Heron Hendersons. Uh Gremlins. Oh, yeah. You, you,
0: you can right. List. yeah. Right. We it's it's actually funny. All those movies you just named, we we've always tried to come up with a name for whatever that genre is because mm-hmm. it's something it's the specific time frame of the 1980s there's a lot of you know obviously tons of practical effects and creatures and the right. amblin kind of influence uh-huh. mm-hmm. we, we don't know what to call it other than like <laughs> 80s nostalgia but there's got to be like an all-encompassing name out there somewhere but uh, yeah
1: i mean a good, good point i never thought about it but yeah you're probably right if you come know <laughs> up with one let me know
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll 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 do some <clears throat> surveys we'll, we'll get it out there so um so when Ghostbusters kind of gets on your radar that they're going to be doing a new one, um, do you hear about it like through through you know industry, or are you reading about it for the first time when it's announced? Or
1: um yeah you know it's funny I uh, because I actually had a meeting with Paul Feig and that team in 2015 I think or whenever it was about right. that one and uh-huh. I got a call from Ivan Reitman's I knew somebody from Ivan Reitman's office and they actually called me like hey you want to come meet with him um that didn't happen and the rest is history but I, I think I saw one of Jason's Twitter things where he showed like summer 2020 how he had shot that practically
0: right and that's yeah. the moment
1: I realized I'm like oh he's gonna and he's he's about the same age as me and um, I'm like I, he, I, he, I love his work so I'm like this is interesting I would like to talk to him I don't have an agent I never had one um, so I have a close director friend who's friends with him and I said hey I, I need to talk to Jason um like this is i need to talk to him like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. they invited me over uh, uh jason actually uh, we emailed we <clears> invited <throat> me over to sony and i think within the first 15 minutes uh, it was just we instantly had a a good connection I right you know, and uh, just hit that's it that's
0: amazing early. yeah you
2: can I, feel the chemistry for sure yeah. in pictures yeah. in that afterlife oh, okay. art no, book yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the picture i'm talking about it's
0: great <laughs> yeah yes, it's great yes. Yes. By the way, when, when, it, when he was posting that stuff, I think I sent that same message to Jake. I was like, I got to talk to Jason, right? They, but they didn't answer. They didn't answer my email. It took a while. It took a while. Yeah, it took a while. Right. Um, oh so, um, so you meet, and then is he laying out the vision? Are you reading a script? Like, how does that yeah. process work?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, uh, he gave me the script to read there. I couldn't take it with me. Uh, right. they're very, very secretive about it, obviously. And I read it downstairs real quick, but I'm an incredibly slow leader reader. So, uh, heavy dyslexia. And so it took me forever to get through it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jason eventually came by. He's like, you, did you read it?
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, and then he had to leave. And then I think the next time we met, he actually came to my studio. Um, and, uh, we talked more about ideas and uh, that was pretty much it. So.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. And you know, the, the thing that really struck me when I watched the movie for the first time is like we had been hearing Jason Reitman for several years talk about, um, and Dan Aykroyd uh, uses the term the DNA of the original movies. And it's kind of hard to articulate what that actually means until you kind of experience it. And I think the, the, the major part of the DNA are these creatures and are these practical effects. And Harkening back to the terror dog and and then obviously Gozer. And like I said, this was all under wraps for the most part. Like we saw the terror dog in, in some of the trailers and stuff, but um, were, were you, um, I don't want to say nervous because I, I don't think that's the right terminology, but is there an added pressure when you're working with an IP and an iconography that is so like revered and beloved by, Insane. Um, I like was. I
1: wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't nervous, but I was. Uh, I mean, I had a large team. It was the largest I've ever guided, really. It was forty-four people in total, and uh, so that was new to me. But I knew exactly what this needed to be. I mean, if anything, I was more excited, and Jason was excited. Yeah. So I wasn't. There wasn't any. The the, the the pressure was more of leading an entire team and making the deadlines. Um, but. When it came to the actual aesthetic of it and how things should be done I mean I knew exactly what it needed to be really mm-hmm. um, and uh, at moments I actually even put my foot down about not changing stuff and uh, because I felt it, I, it needed to come from a Ghostbusters fans first and work second so mm-hmm. uh, that's how I approached it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like with the terror dog specifically?
1: Because I I remember reading the main ones, yeah, yeah, because you
2: wanted it all practical. That's
1: well, yeah. No, Jason was—that was was definitely something that Jason also wanted. But Mm -hmm. um, they were what what often happens in movies is when sequels come along. Ghostbusters Two is actually a great example where Mm -hmm. you see that Slimer was changed. Yeah. Yeah. for no particular reason really other than, oh, we're <laughs> going to make it better, but in reality you didn't. Right. Um, and <laughs> yeah, uh, we agree. so yeah. that's a mistake that often happens and I, I always felt that Randy's, Randy Cook's uh, terror dog was brilliant and yeah. it shouldn't change. Don't mess with it. Um, and uh, uh, they, they, that was a period where they tried, but I, uh, Jason later has thanked me that, that it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what you would want to change it. It almost feels like a you know a perfect, a perfect wonderful design. Um, I, what I really liked uh, reading about in these articles is about. Uh, I thought the coolest thing was the the interchangeable uh, translucent horns. Yeah, on, uh, on mag- Vince Clortho.
3: magnetized
0: horns. Yeah, horn it, it lighting. Cool. Because yeah. I, you know, I have uh, one of the. I've got a terror dog head in the other room.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I, I keep. <laughs> yeah, I keep that stuff in the in the nice part of the house. Um, oh, there we go. There. We go. Oh, oh,
3: there, oh, it it is. Is. there you go. <laughs>
2: there go. Okay. Yes.
0: By the way, Jake's always tell me it's the wrong color, so we'll. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> He's but,
2: like,
3: Let me like, let's paint it. Let's paint it. Yeah, <laughs> Jake
0: wants to paint it. it. It is a little bit more on the brown side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think you talked about that in the article or, or it was mentioned how um, in the video, I think. Yeah. in the video, depending on the lighting, uh, you know, the warm lighting, it has more of a, a of a Brown, you know, skin texture. And then mm-hmm. uh, obviously in the movies though, it kind of skews a little bit towards like blue. So like, I feel like that's, you know, hours and hours of conversation in itself, just trying to like nail down and, and replicate that original color.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, when we started the show, Sony had actually given me a lot of uh, like pictures from the vault, uh, and a lot of it were from the Teradog being painted, coincidentally, as well. Okay. Um, so, we took a lot from that. But during the process of film, especially back then, and the printing and whatever it had to go through, you probably lost some of that color, um, right. uh, you know. So, uh, but Randy Cook actually came by not that long ago, and he looked at this one, and he said, yeah, this was the color that it was. So, uh, but then again, in the temple, he looks quite gray again, you know?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And then from, you know, if a creature designer working in these these big, you know practical real world creatures, obviously there is some you know uh, visual effects and, and CGI sure. that's used in the movie. Are you consulted? Uh, are you do you work at all with the VFX teams to kind of like, bridge that gap because w- what I do love is obviously like when the terror dog's like running through Walmart, these are you know uh digital shots, but it's very sure. seamless in in my opinion. I I didn't, you know, I thought there was a really um you know a healthy usage of the VFX, but they didn't overdo it. Um but really those close-ups of the Terror Dog, you know, with the drool and everything, it's just Jake, we talked about it. It you know well, it brings it a war- tear to your eyes.
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does it huh? was- it was Audiences one of were the, like
2: freaking out. I mean, when, yeah. when
3: we saw it for the first time, like even knowing that there was a terror dog in the film, whenever he, when the, whenever he lifts his head out of the, you know, the dog food bag is such a, you know, like talking about the blend of, of all the practical and the CG, like it made me feel like, you know, when I saw, even though I've already seen a terror dog before in a Ghostbusters movie, it still felt new. And it felt like when I saw, uh, the, the T-Rex for the first time in Jurassic uh-huh. Park because you're just like, that's a real yes. thing right there. Yes. Yes, it, yes. yes. Yeah,
1: I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. It is, is something that has unfortunately kind of over the last two decades, especially kind of gotten lost in film.
3: Mm-hmm. And, right.
1: Uh, in filmmaking. And um, the visual effects team was amazing. Uh, they were from the beginning uh, very on board that, and, and understood that this is going to be a film very heavily leaning into practical effects not just the creatures and makeup but also the car and the the special effects meaning the explosions Mm -hmm. and the sparks and everything else and the sets and so um they actually scanned the big the the life-sized puppet that we had it was actually up to about the hips and um they used that as a model for their digital model so Uh, And they obviously added the rear end, the two bag legs, but uh, that's it. So that's why it has probably sort of handcrafted element to even the visual effects shots to it.
0: Right. Right. It's, it's nothing but impressive. And, and uh, it's been fun now that, you know, the, we, we were so lucky to see afterlife for the first time at New York comic con, which was uh, this incredible screening. And it's also overwhelming. We waiting for this movie for 30 years. So you're trying to take it all in and, and, It's been nice to be able to now see it a few times, sit at home and really like take it in and even pause it if you want to really like get the scope of what's going on and kind of inspect the creatures and Mm -hmm. all the supplemental material that's been coming out has been has been really great as well. The the art book is really cool. And uh, um, is this um, can can you compare this to anything you've done in your career? Is this kind of like a, a standout? As far as uh, it's- it is,
1: obviously, for my love for the franchise, it's a standout, but it's uh, I mean, every film that we do or I do uh, is so different. Like Maleficent right. is very different than Wonder, and it's very different, and you know, I, I don't know, but it's just so every that's the fun part about effects makeup that it's always very, very different,
0: right? Right, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Gozer if we can. Um, what a, what a treat. I, I don't really know. I, you can't. There's nothing I could say that's going to do it justice. But again, it's this moment of bringing back this completely iconic character and reinventing a little bit. But but I don't even know how you would describe it. Like, it's clearly Gozer, but it's like this. this she had a costume change. little costume change. A little wardrobe change. glow up. Yeah. Yeah. But but it, it felt right. It, you know, I feel like changing the terror dog, you'd be like. You don't want to do that, but with Gozer, it almost makes sense to update it, modernize it a little bit. How do you... Stylize, yeah. Yeah, stylize. How do you begin to to approach that process?
1: Uh, uh, Funny, because Gozer is actually one of the first things that Jason asked me about. Um, And uh, I kind of thought about it for a little bit. and. Um, of course she or he can take on any shape and form, right. right. Um, but since this is a tie in with kind of the original and it's been so long since the first one, a lot of new viewers have never seen the first goes that I felt, I don't think her changing too much ever came up other than we should just refine her, um, of what I think I saw maybe when I was a kid. Um, I always loved the design of Gozer and uh, I knew if I would have exactly copied her, she wouldn't hold up in today's quality of cameras and all that. So um, basically what I had in my imagination of Gozer is what I made. That's cool Fantastic
2: yeah. I can yeah. attest That our uh, YHS group chat Is like Right after we saw The movie for the first time It was pictures of Gozer That we were sending to so were like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh really, oh, really?
2: <laughs> Yeah exactly I was like I know that's Olivia Wilde Like in theater um, but that,
0: that was so crazy was so I was going to bring that up We walked out of the theater And this is You know a-, a month and a half Before release This is early October We walk out of the theater And Abby goes That was Olivia Wilde And I said No it wasn't That was." <laughs> like,
2: I know Olivia Wilde uh, um, and it was her.
0: <laughs> so when you find out it is going to be Olivia Wilde cast as Gozer, you know, she's got such a defined, you know, bone structure, like something that really lends itself to that. Does that excite you as a, as a makeup artist? Like, I know nothing about uh, makeup artistry, but I imagine that, you know, the person you're working on is as your, you know... I don't know. Your customer? That's not the right word. Your your, your favorite. Actually, no,
1: that's a good point. It's very much something we have to look at. Um, Okay. I remember, uh, I think I went to Jason's house actually, and we talked about actresses. Um, that could potentially play the part. Um, and because he wanted to run this by me, because you can pick somebody that's maybe too short or just not has the right physique to do it, or right, the face right. is not quite, you know. So uh, when he brought up Olivia, I thought she was amazing. Um, so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Like menacing, but still beautiful. Yeah. very hands. strong,
1: you know. Yeah. 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 Right. Great choice. Yeah.
0: It was great. And then the way it's executed is just so, uh, it's it's jake we've talked about this a lot it's scary but like beautiful it's yeah. it's what you want from like your modern gozer
3: there's a lot That's to, interesting. yeah there's a lot to look at like in like just what's going on with her outfit and the just mm-hmm. the makeup and all of it and 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 it felt like it's felt it felt to me like she's not on screen enough because i'm like well hold on let me look you know there's like you're just looking at it
1: right 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 yeah no i i think um I mean, visual effects obviously added the lightning bolts and the, right. they added some stuff on the legs and uh, they did a beautiful mm-hmm. job. Um, uh, but that's pretty much what she looked like. Uh, the only thing is that we, we shot actually with red eyes and not with black eyes. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. The book. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, you you did a great interview with our our, our great friend, Troy Benjamin, uh, who uh, and you kind of talked about that. Um, I would definitely recommend anybody who didn't see that one, check that out on the crossrip because... Uh, uh you know i think the red eyes are iconic but I, I you know the black eyes are also cool like it's it's just it's it's just more you know more for the lord yeah so stuff. yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean i'm
1: too close to the movie to uh, i need to kind of step away for it for a moment and kind of um let it grow on me um because I'm so involved with everything, um, that but hearing some of the fans and and you guys say like it didn't bother me and I kind of liked it, uh, mm-hmm. that I'm like okay, well that's that's good,
0: you know. Right.
2: Yeah, it was like a slick, modern, sexy update. Yeah. I liked yeah. it.
0: Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Go. Yeah.
2: yeah. Job yeah. well done.
0: Yeah, but okay. red would have been better. But just
2: said was perfect. <laughs> Gozer
0: was better. Red would have been better. Um, there's uh the one of the shots, I think it's in the art book. Obviously, it's in the movie, the the close-up of of Gozer kind of tickling under the chin of the dog yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh Jake sent me that image. He you've sent me that image so many times, but most recently <laughs> sent this to me and it just said, Can you believe this exists? And I was like, No, I can't. I really can't. Yeah. It's it's so surreal. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's just
3: insane that it exists. Like just <laughs> after 30 years or whatever, and then seeing these updated versions of everything, it's just, I don't know, man. It just doesn't, none of it feels real. The movie itself doesn't feel real, Yeah. but especially <laughs> like that aspect of it.
1: Yeah. 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 It has uh, I remember, I remember the first day when we ever, the, the Teradoc showed up on set, we had to uncrate it and set it all up. And the, the temple was one of the first things we shot on it and, and, and Gozer. And uh, I remember I was there when she did that. And um, I remember the visual effects supervisor, Alessandro, amazing, amazing team. He came up to me. He's like, he's like, you know, when done right, there's just something about you cannot replicate, you cannot predict. Mm -hmm. And it's these little moments of, you know,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. uh, It's wonderful. It it does feel like magic. Mm -hmm. It feels like magic. And we've we've been so lucky to talk to so many people here on the show. We, you know, we had Ben Eady on uh, talking about props and we had, you know, we got to talk to Jason and uh, the, just the amount of love and respect that, that has gone into, uh, it's I think it's very hard to be cynical about this movie because it is, there is just passion across the board from everybody. And it just shows, it shows in the work and, and it's, just, it's just a wonderful. Yeah,
2: practical, film. practical passion, I'd say.
0: Practical passion
1: is what we got. Not to it. give away from visual effects because they really did an amazing job. For right sure. they, yeah
0: 100 well yeah and it's kind of like that it's like uh you know obviously jason it, it and the whole team at ghost core was so hands-on in, in in assembling a team that was gonna pull this off because i think it was a long, like i wanted this to be perfect and i think it's perfect but I, I think it was a long shot like a lot of really great things had to happen and fall into place to to get what we got and uh it completely blew my expectations out of the water. So
1: wow thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, we all felt the pressure. I mean, not as large as probably Jason was feeling it,
3: <laughs> right. Uh, right. you know. Uh, right.
1: But we all also wanted him to succeed, and we all wanted to just make sure that and help him, you know, in any right. way we could, because he was not familiar with any special effects or creatures, or and because that's not he's, he's not the type of director that done that, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. right.
0: Well, I can't imagine what. You know the pre-production differences. You know, in a movie like this versus, you know, Gino. Tully or Gino. the frontrunner. <laughs> yeah, Juno didn't have
2: right. ripping like human bodies apart. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of different. I'm. That's sh- really cool that y'all. But
3: it should have. That. It should have. Is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, My going brain. back to the first meeting, uh, yeah. that's also something I brought up to him. I think we were. Four months out from shooting four and a half months maybe four or three and a half i can't remember but i told him like if you want anything practical we got to start now like today like and he had just like yeah. oh yeah then, you're right we got to get going because films <laughs> like this are not look, done like this anymore so they right, start right. three weeks before shooting and you know, cool. so yeah
0: oh man what a- and you
3: and you had to build a whole jk simmons
1: yeah, <laughs> two <of them>. <laughs> <Eld> <laughs> Two
2: Simmons. Oh, um,
0: that was well, the order. Two,
2: yeah. two
3: Simmons is better than one.
0: So. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: yeah.
0: That was another one of my absolute favorites. So all of us were such big fans of, of JK. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we all kind of thought maybe Evo Shandor shows up in the movie. Like, you know, the clues were out there. And I think it was about a year ago, was the first time Jake. You called that J.K. Simmons. You were like JK Simmons is gonna play Evo Shandor. <laughs> yeah. You just you just said it. it <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a running joke for us, but it then it ended up happening. <laughs> uh, it, it was perfect. So I want to talk about that. There's a um I believe and if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I believe uh, the concept art in of J.K. Simmons as Evo Shandor, this wonderful portrait that is in the art book was was your work, Arian. Is yes. that correct? That's correct. That that and I, I'm not blowing smoke here. That is He's my been saying this. I've been saying this. <laughs> that is my single favorite thing associated with Ghostbusters Afterlife. I want that <laughs> hanging on my really? wall. Yeah, I, it's just something. I mean, it's clearly J.K. Simmons, but it, sure. but it was, you know, a lot of times you see concept art, it's so far from what ends up happening. So could you talk a little bit about the, the design there and, and how you went about yeah, that? Yeah, uh,
1: it happened very quickly. I think um, um, once it was decided, uh, once I heard it was J.K., uh, Jason asked me to do a design. Uh, I did one design, that's the design. Uh, <laughs> I went back to that time period. Um, I looked at Charles Dickens and, uh, mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe and just hairstyles of that time. Funny enough, I never looked at the video game.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause never. it's kind of a similar. Yeah. Yes. Similar yes. And I mm-hmm.
1: only knew that in, in 2020 when I, I'm like, yeah, I should check that out. Um, coincidentally but right, um right. Yeah, yeah that was the design i mean jk has such an amazing face uh, of course he's an amazing actor so other than his hair and i think one he has one like milky eye uh and then kind of pale uh, that was it really um it went quite fast yeah, and did one design jason saw it he's like i love it I'm like that's it
0: that's great yeah i, I really i love that picture and i i you know i I look at it a lot because it, it's, um, I, I do, I start every day by looking at it. He's got it framed by his
3: bed and he's I like, I you're, no, you're <laughs> J.K.
0: Simmons. I, it gets weird. I'm getting
3: weird,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah.
3: We, we you know, we talked to Jason the day of the premiere and he told us that that effect was practical and I, I, was, I was shocked
0: so, that that really was a practical effect. Practical effect. Right. It was, yeah. Right. It's great. He also mm-hmm. drew a really crude diagram on how it was done. <laughs> I am happy to know that it's the it, more went into it than uh, than uh, Jason's drawing on the on the yeah, uh, I thought it was
1: quite beautiful but yeah. No, no he's probably like... watching this. No, I'm kidding. He's kidding. Uh, um, No, you know, he's he had there, that right. idea and uh, we built it and and uh, we built actually the full-size dummy that lays in the coffin in the, gla- mm. in, the in the in the glass coffin. That's a photorealistic replica of, of his head and everything. Right. Else and Uh, Danny Glicker, the costume designer gave him a beautiful outfit. And, uh, then we built uh, the splitting upper half body. That was a mechanical device that could, that we could reset real quick. Um,
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And it's so effective. And like, how fun is that to do that? And and, like, you you know, you've said multiple times during this chat, like the, that kind of stuff's not really done that much in the film industry, but like, I kind of think it's going to come back right? Do you feel like, are you seeing uh, uh, the tide turning at all?
1: Um, yeah, this always comes up, right? It's the between the visual effects and the practical effects thing. It's it's because I have close friends in visual effects and I have nothing against it. It's just that it's over time. It has kind of a certain handcrafted element has gotten kind of lost. And right. that is, I always felt as a sad thing. And uh, uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, we're, you know, I have a studio now and we're busy as ever. So I guess that's a sign of, you know. right that's amazing yeah
0: sure sure i mean it's it's you know i think for the average moviegoer um it affects them but i don't think they always know why Right. That's correct. I, I
1: think yeah. I think subconsciously as a regular person going to the cinema or to theater and then watching this, uh, you know, you, you pick up on it, but you don't know quite why. <clears throat> right. Uh, and it stays with you. It's like a it's like an oil painting or like, a, um, you know, as, as I always say, like we the moment you you film the terror dog, for example, and you make one particular movement that one of the puppeteers happens to be doing captures a certain second on film. Or, or I shouldn't say film, but captures a certain moment that is just—it catches the light in the right way, and it, it, you have this particular moment of of movie magic, what they so yeah. call, which you could have never predicted that this was done in the computer. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it has a certain, um, yeah, it's actually in front of you. It's actually there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All the right.
2: variables. Who knows what could happen? That's much more interesting yeah. than just yeah. like constructing it on screen. Right. And, right.
0: Yes. Right. And it's interesting too, the blend of, uh, you know, we talked about it a lot and, you know, we, you know, we have some of our best friends are visual effects artists. So it's really cool to see, I think back to um, uh, when Jurassic Park was in pre-production and they were going to have the puppets, but like, you know, uh, I think a lot of our listeners probably know this, but there was a time where it was going to be stop motion. And then like, they basically, you know, whoever it was, ILM or whoever said, we can do this, we think. And that's the first time you really saw the the practical and the visual effects blending and it working mm-hmm. really well. Working um, really
1: well. Yeah. That combo, and I still to this day, this is why I think afterlife works so well, is that it's a great yeah. combination and you don't quite uh know which one is actually there. And, and you know, you're kind of like, oh, was that practical or was that you know, and and that's the right way to do it. Right. It's yep. the right mix of so, yeah.
0: For sure. Um, so from a fan perspective, because th- this is something you uh, grew up with, obviously you're working on these creatures. It's got to be mind blowing. But when, when you're on set, actually making a Ghostbusters movie and you're seeing, you know, spoiler alert, familiar faces. <laughs> uh, I don't want to <laughs> give right. anything away. Um, right. But if, if you're, you know, if you're seeing, you know, Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd or even just being around Ivan, uh, is that, uh, you know, what, what's that like? What was that like for you?
1: Oh, it, well, uh, Ivan had first come to my studio as well with a whole group of people. Oh,
0: perfect, and, uh, perfect. We kind
1: of sat down and looked at all the stuff we were building and how stuff was going. And uh, um, I remember I would we all had lunch here. And uh, Ivan saying, like, oh, this is an odd place to have lunch in. I'm like, yeah, but it's a cool one.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> I and I believe some of the crew had, you know, brought their posters and, and all that and there. And, you uh, you know and he signed some of this stuff and uh you know uh but yeah and then uh, of course on set um seeing annie and and bill and dan and uh stopping actually in their tracks because we were setting up the terror or them looking at you know i remember making up olivia and it took like five and a half hours and i'm on the floor painting her legs and it's just this paint everywhere and bill walks in um in in jumpsuit and then he goes like hey I'm like, oh hey, Mr. Murray, how are you? And he's like, oh, how many toes does a tear dog have? I'm like, I'm three. He's like, oh, thanks. And he walks out. And I'm like <laughs> <laughs>
3: everything like about that is that amazing. That information down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm my making God. up gozer. I'm making up gozer
1: yes. and, and Peter Ventman walked in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so that is-
2: serendipitous and perfect. That's great.
0: That's <laughs> yes. great. Yeah, Thank I guess we, did- we we were talking about gozer. Uh, I meant to bring that up. The you know, the process was so long. And I guess, uh, according to the literature that's been released, uh, there was no test days or, or you know, pre-production uh, know. testing. So mm-hmm. is that, uh does that present all sorts of challenges, I'm guessing?
1: Oh my God, because in FX makeup, especially in a creature of character of that size, you really need, because there's so many elements that need to be figured out from hair work to lenses to nails to beauty. I don't even know what her beauty makeup looked like. The day off. Right. Um, like anything. Does her does her upper suit torso fit? Does her uh, like what are we going to do with her feet? What are we like it's just and we needed at least two full sets but it, we just never got it because of like schedule things with mm-hmm. Olivia and uh, Jason later he's like I got it I'm sorry I'm so sorry I did that <laughs> to you. <But, laughs>
0: It's fine. (laughs) It worked. It It worked. worked, worked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I I need to, as I said, I need to step away from it for a little bit and let it kind of,
0: you know, you have this emotional relationship with the project and all the ups and downs that come with it. Yeah. And now you're, you're, you know, the movie shot uh, in 2019. It's coming up on three years ago, which must be so crazy to think about.
1: Crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, But now everybody's seeing it, and I'm sure people are reaching out. Uh, or you're at least seeing the the love. I mean, it's got to be uh, uh, rewarding to see, uh, you know, the admiration and... and uh, you well, know, that the was my main, my main
1: focus is to, you yeah, know, of course, make sure that Jason is happy with everything. But that the community just worldwide, after what we've gone through in 2016, um, just was happy, you know? Right, Yeah,
0: right. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it is interesting. You mentioned that you did talk to Paul Feig um, and... Because that movie, I don't know how much practical effects are even involved in that movie. It le- a lot of it was it's layered. A little bit. There's some, but. Uh... You know, a lot of it was Yeah,
1: all, all I remember is, is I remember going into that meeting and they were four or three weeks away from shooting. I'm like, well, there's no way we're going to have any. Oh,
0: there. right. So you're way yeah. too
1: late with that. <laughs> I just like, remember the vibe yeah. of being strange. I remember it was a, a lot of people in that meeting and I just had a little, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. I mean, yeah, we sure had good intentions, but
0: yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. for
2: sure. Yeah, for not sure. the same vibe as this time <laughs> around though. No terror dogs. No, there you
0: go. (laughs) That's (laughs) the answer. Um, So, and then before we, you know, get wrapping up, I I do want to talk about the um, the the minor ghost, the the kind of throwback to the taxi cab ghost. Seemed like you know this was your idea. You know, there's a really funny quote from our very own Jacob Walsh um, (laughs) about how, like, uh, when the first trailers were coming out. And there was people saying, right, aren't Ghostbusters movies supposed to be funny? What? You know, like, and uh, Jake, uh, we, we did our trailer review and Jake's quote was, if you don't think a zombie miner drinking coffee in a coffee shop and being served is the funniest thing you've ever seen, you're, you're out of your mind. So I uh,
1: <laughs> think that's a good one. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: uh there was more expletives in the expletive. that's the pg version, that's the PG <laughs> version. yeah you said to get the fuck out of here well yeah i was trying to be nice i was trying to be nice. Yeah, yeah. um but it, it was really effective and what i what i loved about the the kind of um the montage scene near the end of afterlife where, where you know mm-hmm. uh the the temples happening and the ghosts are popping up it was so evocative of the first movie and um i'm sure there's that that uh instinct to like let's put in a hundred ghosts, you know, let's put ghosts everywhere or, or whatever. But instead you have these more iconic one-offs. Uh and you know, from the you know the the bug eye ghost is a, I, I believe sure. just a visual effect. But then sure the it was, yeah. the uh the minor ghost which is the throwback to the taxi cab that, that was incredible.
2: Yeah oh, they had man. immensely more character than like having a digital um ghost in there. You can
1: yeah like, well I minor ghost was never in the script um i we we started the show we were busy and i remember saying to jason like you know because in the book it says he 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 came with or asked me about it but i actually felt like there was a a human form ghost missing like a skeletal form missing and i always loved cabby and uh uh, i said we need a moment like that and he's like you're absolutely right like where can Mm -hmm. we put him and uh, the ideas kind of went back and forth. I think at one point he was at the school bus. He was a school bus driver. Um, and uh, But eventually, Jason, emailed me, he's like, you know, he's in the he's in Spinner's Diner. And he is one of Evo Shander's old miners. I'm like, ah, oh, that's perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's it. And so that was it. And we build him. And uh, that's actually, coincidentally, he was also the very first ghost, just like in 1984. You might like this. Um, Cabby Ghost was the first ghost that Steve Johnson with Boss Films shot. And coincidentally, uh, Minor Ghost was actually the first practical ghost we shot for Afterlife.
0: That's Mm -hmm. awesome. I've talked to Steve before. He's a character. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. I love Steve. Um, And you also did puppeteering on uh, the the ghost as well. And how many people did it take to... uh, Uh,
2: Minor Ghost
1: took three people. I love that.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I love uh, me that and Ron so Binion much. and there was Richard Landon on RC control, which did some of the facial, the eyes and the eyelids, and uh, I was underneath the countertop, moving the head. I believe the the mm-hmm. the brows. He also has a like a lip snarl, but you don't see it in the film. You mm-hmm. can open his jaw actually, but
0: right. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't imagine the, arms. Yeah. the new DVD that's coming out, and the you know, there's definitely some behind the scenes stuff, but I, I imagine there's there's a lot of. A lot of footage still to be seen of of you know either stuff that didn't make the final cut or uh, you know just the behind the scenes uh, documentation from pre production all the way through. Um,
1: yeah, I have no idea what's on it. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess we'll have yeah. to find out. We're gonna mm-hmm.
0: find out soon, soon, <laughs> soon. A couple of weeks. Um. So I did want to ask you this. We, we talked about Slimer earlier uh, in Ghostbusters Two and all of the all of the changes. <laughs> uh, he was somehow like. <laughs> eight feet tall now or whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, uh, obviously, Slimer's not in this movie, Mm -hmm. um, but I always ask this to uh, any Ghostbusters-related designers or creature designers or artists, I always ask this. Why is it so hard to recreate the original Slimer? You know, anytime we see a a statue, a model, uh, a costume, uh, action figure, or, you know, even people just drawing or doing art... There's something about that original design that's so hard to capture. Have you has, have you ever put any thought into this? I hope I'm yes. not putting you on the spot.
1: <laughs> yes, no, no. We did actually talk about Slimer. Uh, Jason did ask me about him. Uh, we mm-hmm. were in the car once, and he's like, "You know, like, how would you go about it if we, if we would do Slimer, and, right. uh, or would make Slimer?" Right. <laughs> <And, laughs> <Run. and>, uh, <laughs> yeah that came out weird uh so i like it.
0: if we were to do slimer
1: <laughs> we would do slimer um yeah, <laughs> yeah of, of course i mean that would be mainly a question for steve really but i have my own theory on it is that it, i from what i understand that going through all the documentation i wasn't there uh, but uh there were three full body slimers built the suits but only the top half was a mechanical element that sat on Mark Wilson's uh, head that he wore and all that. And obviously right. the rest of the body was a very floppy uh, foam latex skin, which it's very uh, posable and very uh, puppeteerable in a sense that you can make them any shape possible really. Um, mm-hmm. And that I always felt was the brilliance of that design. Uh, and kudos to Steve. Um, and, uh, you know, it's almost, of course, it's never simple, but the simplicity of the first Slimer made him so animated. Whereas the second one in the Ghostbusters 2, they overthought it, right? They're yeah. gonna, they, It's just a mechanical thing, all this stuff, and it just didn't move. You know? right, um, right, right. And mm-hmm. so I did say to Jason, uh, when he like, if we bring him back... I want him to be exactly the way he was in 1984. Uh, and I think I have a way to do it. But then the idea went away and, and that was that.
0: Right, right. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, if there's future Ghostbusters projects, I, I assume we'll see. Slimer will have his day again. But it's almost it's very similar to Stay Puft in, in the sense that there are some simplistic elements to the design that can be hard to recapture. And that's why... I think that's why the mini puffs, the digital ones, work so well is because they really did a good job at, at recapturing the, uh, either the facial expressions. It's like the proportions. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, stuff. exactly. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we did talk about actually doing a practical mini puff, which I w- still wish to this day we had done. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to build an actual little mini puff uh, that would bite Cooperson in the finger for that shot
0: but
1: we just i think we just ran out of time and uh jason loved it but it's just like I just, it's just out of time really just out yeah. of time
0: so, yeah. yeah yeah and then we had nothing but time
1: afterwards <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah that's right
0: we're out of time we're on a deadline oh we've got a two-year break oh we got
1: plenty here. of time and you know rug <laughs> Eye Ghost would have been a great one to do practical oh yes. yeah yeah yes. i mean any uh,
0: like he, people like Anything you know, Muncher is incredible. Them, but yeah. we would love to see what the Muncher puppet you know looks yes, like. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, that's okay. They did a beautiful job. And they did. A, uh, oh, it's know,
0: amazing. It's amazing. I think
1: Bug Eye Ghost. I think the idea came in post production because he was never mentioned during um, filming. so Right. And,
0: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a that was a fun surprise too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so here we are. It is February almost. It's going to be out on... uh, It's on digital. You can watch it at home now. You can get the Blu-ray. And oh, last thing. I got to ask you this. I think you came on our radar. I don't remember what it was. I think it was maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Was it a Bill Murray life cast on your... Or was it a Vigo life cast that you had posted on Instagram? And I remember seeing that. And of course, the community starts you know talk oh he's involved with the afterlife um what was there a, a backstory to to having the Vigo face or is it just something you no
1: but one of the guys that actually helped sculpting on the terror dog worked on part two and he had one of those life casts laying around and he's like oh here's a copy and uh being a Ghostbusters 2 fan i'm like oh great so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's cool. just here you know i'll take yeah.
0: that yeah you yes. know you never know when you need a Vigo face. Yeah. yeah, yeah he also did. had the
1: original recipe for the original slime recipe to pink.
2: Oh. Slime. So Ooh, I, I want that. Well. Oh the pink yeah. slide.
0: Very, very, very cool. Um, yeah. well, Ari, we're super thankful of your time. We really appreciate this. Um is there any uh parting words or anything uh, anything else you gotta get off your chest to the um, well what's interesting
1: is because I never knew about all these podcasts but also not of these toy like the fan groups and all that i always viewed ghostbusters from a film perspective and effects perspective
0: yeah like i was never yeah.
1: familiar with collecting or people that collect like you guys it's amazing if i look behind you it's incredible uh i didn't know that ex- i don't know why i didn't know that existed
0: you know it's yeah. interesting I, I think i don't think a lot of people know that i think they're like you know Ghostbusters has this huge fandom that is comparable to something like Star Wars or Star mm-hmm. Trek, where there's a lot of layers. There's some people who just appreciate the movies, and mm-hmm. then there's the people who, uh, you know, there's podcasts or YouTube channels, and then there's people makers, like us,
2: collectors, yeah,
0: makers, collectors, all the prop builders, and then there's people like mm-hmm. us who are just disappointments to their parents. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, there's all these different levels. Um, but I, I do wonder sometimes because I there are people who you know, of people of a certain age bracket, maybe they were 20 years old when Ghostbusters came out. I think they just view it as this great comedy, and that's how they view it. And I always wondered, like, how would we feel if we found out, like, there's like Beverly Hills Cop podcasts, and like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like, there's this deep fandom, right? Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I-, I have. Has it been a good experience for you to be? Yeah, very much.
1: I'm like, just uh, like, I couldn't believe when I was on the red carpet in New York. I mean, I didn't know you guys were there, but just the sheer amount of people. uh, I I just didn't know. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I I think uh, the community is really cool. There's all sorts of aspects. There's a lot of people who do charity work, and you know we're friends with a lot of the you know the hardcore prop builders who inspire. Oh no, but
1: that's a whole thing, right? Yeah, which yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Every element of every every piece. Yes,
1: uh, under scrutiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you might <laughs> so see fun. the Can You see
0: him? You, there's a little. Well, I've been. Oh, eyeing him the whole Yo, time. I've yeah, I've been seeing that.
2: that. Now, I've been that, seeing
0: it. Tell us about that maquette. Is that uh, something you designed for the for the film?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's Steve Koch sculpted that. And uh, it was actually one of the first things we did before we did the, the big one. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, awesome. So that's Very the, cool. the production made one.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. That's nice. awesome. That's, just that's hanging the, out back there. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> Hang um, well, now that's the stuff that, you know, that, that that's a treasure. I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, well, Arian, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're working on projects and you're busy and and you said you're as busy as ever. So, yeah. hopefully, uh, maybe we'll see more uh, of you in the the world of Ghostbusters down the road or in one of our other favorite movies or franchises because mm-hmm. it seems like uh, that's uh, that's what you're going to be doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think no, it was uh, it was great. I had a lot of fun doing this. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Yeah, well, thanks. thank
0: you, everybody. And if people want to follow you on social media, uh, you're very active on Instagram. Where where mm-hmm. can they uh, find you?
1: Oh, I'm a terrible speller. What is it called? Lower? D- what is it called? Dash or Lower Dash? What is it called? What are those Underscore. called? Underscore. 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 Underscore.
0: Yes. Exactly. Uh, don't
1: you have a link you can post?
0: <laughs> we'll post the link. We'll put the link on the screen. Just know okay. that it's out yeah. there and it's great. There's great it stuff. exists. It exists. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you haven't picked up the... Uh, the art book uh it's it's really well done there's so much yeah. great stuff in there mm-hmm. uh really well curated book uh i definitely recommend people uh, yes beautiful
1: and, oh, book huh? yeah
0: we we mm-hmm. if you got two more minutes for me because yeah, I, I of course can't, I, yes. I can't let you go without talking about the chair the chair
1: uh, <laughs> oh the chair of course the chair, the chair.
0: uh <laughs> hearkening, hearkening back to the moment i think debatable but maybe the scariest moment in the first ghostbusters with the arms coming out of the chair very, very, mm-hmm. um was the was the directive to try to recreate that uh in in some sense or harken back to oh it? absolutely
1: yeah yeah the, the storyboards of it and i remember um uh it was it, it was quite intense and uh what we shot actually was what i mentioned this to you i think before we started talking um is that it what we shot was actually quite violent uh and the film is, is quite fast and then we cut to the title or to actually peaky uh on the floor um right. Mm-hmm. um but um yeah i mean i i felt that you couldn't quite see the arms in the cut but now that i've seen it two times or three times again i'm like okay they're there you know um, right uh mm-hmm. i remember it very vividly being underneath that chair uh,
3: <laughs> uh, because it's a set obviously
1: and i'm underneath the floor uh ron and, and jeff were behind the chair um i'm the black arm that grabs egon's arm and i kind of had a sad moment i'm like oh i'm part of egon's Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Well, Why would uh, you do that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what a lot of people don't know is that you can't breathe in dry ice. So, because dry ice displaces oh, oxygen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. within a few seconds of me, of, you know, Jason yelling action, that whole hole that I was sitting in was completely filled oh, with my. dry ice. <laughs> And I cannot breathe. I'm coughing oh. my butt off and I'm stuck yeah. in there because I can't move.
0: Right. I can't right. see my
1: monitor, right? That they had put in there downstairs. And then, like it's all just a blue haze. And I'm trying to breathe and I'm pushing my face against the bottom of that <laughs> oh, chair. Oh, yeah. But I remember how how and <laughs> <laughs> the moment and like, how cool is it? I'm in Ghostbusters.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. But, it is but, the cool.
2: payoff is great. You seem to have yeah, been yeah, put but... in a lot of uncomfortable positions, like right, crouching right.
0: yeah. yeah. That's part of filming. You know? Yeah, right, yeah, right.
2: yeah.
0: Your, your autobiography will be well. called uh Dying to Kill Egon. The Ar- story <laughs> Argent <laughs> Ar- yeah. Kills Egon. Yeah. That's the name yeah,
1: yeah,
3: of this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Well, thank you for sharing that anecdote. And please don't die when you're doing this. No, stories. no, that's not good. It's not, it's not, <laughs> yeah. worth, it. It's not worth it. Stick around. Um, <laughs> it. All right, everybody. Argent <laughs> Ar- Ar- Sutton, thank you so much uh, for well your time. And we will catch up with you down the road.
1: Absolutely. it. Take care.